0: Welcome to the Canine PT Academy podcast, business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you are in this world. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the K9PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for K9 Rehabilitation Therapists. I am super excited, super pumped. Life has been a little bit crazy busy the last time uh, um, you know we, we published a podcast since last week just because we have been in the midst of the launch of the Business Accelerator program, as you guys probably have known. If you have been listening to the podcast, following us on social media, getting our emails, whatever it may be, But we started that yesterday, this new group of students, and we had a terrific first call. It was just so cool to to be able to have such an open discussion with all different things, all different people, physical therapists, veterinarians, but... Uh, 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 all people in in different stages of their business some people just really finishing the certification some have finished the certification they have a business and are trying to figure out how to optimize it some of them are in more rural areas in the United States some of them are in larger cities some of them have experience already as a canine rehab therapist but they just moved to a new area and they're trying to make rehab known in an area where it's not really known so it's just been really cool to see such a such a mix, you know, and we can all kind of like learn from each other, which it is a little bit actually what we're going to be talking about it today. So today's podcast episode is basically sharing a rational versus emotional decision making with our business. And uh, um, and part of it is going to tie up really nicely with kind of like how we felt like after starting the program uh, this week with this group of the Business Accelerator students. So... The question is kind of like, you know, by the way, I, I don't know if I ever shared this, but usually when I'm trying to decide what what I'm going to talk about in a particular podcast, usually it starts with a question. It's like, OK, what am I trying to answer on this podcast? And the question I posed as I was sitting down to play today's podcast was how do we become more rational and less emotion and less emotional through our decision making process? Right. So. The truth is that as business owners and rehabpreneurs, we will always have an emotional attachment to our own business. However, the challenge becomes to look at our at those challenges in a more rational way so we can as best as possible remove that emotional component from the decision making process, if that makes sense. And of course it's not an easy process at all. And and rationality is something that we can work through it and it's always going to have a variable outcome but in the end even if the outcome is not necessarily exactly what we wanted from it having a rational process through it it's always going to be better than not having it right so what i'm saying is that You're not always going to get it right. That's impossible. But thinking more rationally and less emotionally is going to help you probably get closer to your goals. Because it's going to decrease the odds of things not working because you're taking the emotion away from it. Right, So hopefully that makes sense. But then how do we take that emotion from it and how do we start thinking more rationally about the challenges that we have as business owners and about the potential solutions to those things? And it's basically going to boil down to three different things. So the first thing is to stop talking to just yourself and start including other voices in the conversation. And I was once told that every problem that we have today started as a good idea yesterday, right? And doesn't that really make sense, right? Because it's not like we had a bad idea three months ago, and we're like, hey, that's a bad idea. Let's carry through it. No, it started as a good idea. we were like, yeah, let's go ahead. But somewhere along the way, didn't, didn't, things did not go as planned. Somewhere along the way, something goes wrong. And that happens. Like I said, we can't prevent that from happening. But can we decrease the chances of that keep happening over and over and over again? Yes, we can. And one of the best ways to do so is to include another voice in that conversation. Someone who does not have the same emotional attachment that we have with our own business and who can help us see the blind spots that we're missing because of that. And it can be through a mentor like myself or someone else, for example, someone who can help you look at things from a different perspective and challenge your level of thinking, because, you know, let's be honest, if if a mentor only agrees with what you're saying, then honestly, I, I don't think they're truly helping. Like the job of my job as a mentor is not to agree with what my students are proposing. And it's not to disagree either, but it's to help broad their their perspective so they can see all the different options, right? So a mentor needs to challenge your thinking so you can see the potential solutions and ideas from a different perspective. That is the job of a mentor, not to tell you what to do, but to help broaden your view, help broaden your horizon. So you can look at the options and then you can make those decisions for yourself. That different voice on the conversation can also be through a group of folks, a mastermind, if you will, of individuals who understand where you're coming from, but also feel comfortable enough calling you out on things. Who also feel comfortable enough shining a light on your blind spots that you might be missing. Like personally, I have been a member of such group now for four years with 10 other physical therapy clinic owners along with our mentor. And I cannot tell you how helpful that is. Meeting with this group of folks every three-ish months or so, and after you know, being together for so long, we understand each other's businesses and we can understand things uh, uh, where we're coming from, but we also feel comfortable enough calling out the blind spots and helping us see things from a different perspective. And that's the reason why at the K9PT Academy, we created our incubator mastermind program as well, which allows me to be that mentor figure on an ongoing basis for focus on the field. But also so individuals in the group can have each other as well. They can have other voices in the conversation that helps them see things from a different perspective. Because that's so important. Otherwise, if we don't have that other voice in the conversation, we're just going to keep telling ourselves the same things over and over again. And we're not going to have anyone calling us out on that. Right? So that's the first thing. The second thing, then, is uh, 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 um, another way to think more rationally less emotionally is to basically invert the process of thinking. So basically the process of inversion thinking. So, what we're doing over here with inversion thinking is figuring it out the weaknesses and potential problems and then working backwards on what you could do to avoid them. Right? So, figuring it out what could go wrong. Like, so you had this plan. So, you figured out what could go wrong, what could be a potential problem, and then you work backwards on how to avoid those problems from happening. And what that does is allow us to have a clearer picture of the problem itself and a clear uh, 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 way of looking at it from a more rational perspective, too. Right. And if you really think of it, that's how a lot of us were raised to 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 problem solve. Right. So if we go back to. You know, I don't even know in what grade we start learning, like, algebra kind of stuff. I would assume fourth, fifth grade or something like that if memory serves me right. It's been a while. But that's how we run how to solve, like, a basic algebra problem, by reversing the formula to figure out the solution, right? So if we're given a formula where x plus 3 equals 9, what we have to do is basically reverse that where x becomes 9s minus 3, which is 6, right? x plus 3 equals 9. x equals 9 minus 3. x equals 6, right? So in a very simplistic way, and hopefully that makes sense, that's how our brains function. So what we have to figure out is how to take this type of concept and apply it to our day-to-day thinking and when we're planning things for our business. right we need to figure out like how we get to the point of like we're not thinking necessarily just about what we want but also thinking about what we want to avoid during that process because when we think about what we want to avoid then you're going to start looking at potential solutions before it even becomes a problem right so for example with a new hire so those of you who might be In the process of hiring or have hired or are going to hire someone in the near future. How about instead of only thinking, how can I help this new hire succeed? How about you thinking from a, a management leadership perspective, how can I screw this up? How can I screw this up? And then thinking of ways of not allowing that to happen. Right. So from a clinical perspective, let's say you're working with a more sensitive, reactive, behaviorally kind of dog. Right. So how do you approach that? It's like, okay, how about you think about, okay, when I'm working with this dog, what are certain things that I can do that is going to trigger that dog to potentially react to me and potentially bite me and how to avoid that from happening? Like. It's the same kind of like thought process over here. From a marketing perspective, instead of just thinking, how can I get more new clients? How about we also look at how I retain the clients that I have? How do I improve my conversion with the clients that I have? How do I get these clients who are coming from an eval to commit to a plan of care and not drop after two to three sessions? Right? It is a reason why with the Business Accelerator program, I teach folks how to communicate during the evaluation, not in a clinical kind of way because all of us know how to communicate in a clinical kind of way, but communicate in a way that people understand and in a way that breaks down their objections in a way that it answers their questions before they even have to ask a particular question. Because of that process of inversion thinking, I know what the pet owner is likely thinking, and I can address that before it becomes an issue, before it becomes a question. And that then helps build that trust, that confidence that they're going to have on us. And then the third thing to allow us to think more rationally is to use numbers and data to help us make decisions. This is absolutely critical for any business, but yet how many of us in our field consistently track some of those data and key performance indicators or KPIs, right? So just as general examples, how many of us track, uh, track monthly numbers like number of new patients, number of visits, Revenue per patient, revenue per visit, conversion percentage from evaluation to a completed plan of care, number of leads or increase coming into the business, conversion percentage from those leads to an evaluation. Like those are just some examples. But tracking this type of data is vital. And it was a big reason why during the last incubator mastermind retreat that we had as a group in August, I spent the whole weekend with our students sharing with them the different spreadsheets that we use at the KNIPT to track those things. They have automated a lot of those processes as well. So that way, they can, uh, 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 most importantly, not just learn why that is important, but actually learn how to implement those systems into their business too. Because the truth is that numbers do not lie. We may not like what the numbers are telling us, But the numbers do not lie. And with numbers, we're able to take a lot of the emotion from our decision and make it things more rational. Right? So for example, uh, 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 when creating like an operational budget or something like that, how do we work the problem backwards through inversion thinking using that type of data? Well, it could be, for example, by having numbers and then using those throughout the decision making process. So if I'm creating a budget, I don't start simply by how much I want to bring in revenue. But instead, I start by how much it costs me to run the business. And then I work my way backwards from it. And if I it out then how much I need to bring in revenue for the business, I just don't say, oh, I need to bring, I don't know, $20,000 in revenue for my business based on my expenses and this and that. Okay, but how am I going to accomplish that? By working backwards. Working backwards based on the revenue per session to determine, for example, how many sessions you're going to need during that uh, period of time. And then based on how many sessions we average per new patient, I determine how many new patients I'm going to need over that month, for example. Right, So that's just a basic example, but hopefully it helps you illustrate how that helps take the emotion away from it so it doesn't become any more, oh, I need more patients, oh, I need more evals. And it becomes, I need 10 new patients over the next four weeks. Boom, that's a go. And then now we're able to figure out, okay, where are these 10 new patients going to come from? And then we can become much more... Uh, um, specific with our strategies, with, with our marketing, with everything else that becomes a part of running a successful business. Right? So hopefully that makes sense because I know how emotionally attached we can be to our own business. I'm guilty of it as well. Please don't think that we're all not going through this. But that's why I wanted to share these three things with you. So hopefully you start looking at things from a different perspective. And hopefully you start understanding the importance of having a different voice on the conversation as well. Like I keep saying this over and over again. Guys, like you don't need to do this on your own. And it doesn't mean that you have to work with me as your mentor. That's okay. But find someone who can challenge you. Find someone who can help be the person who helps you see the blind spots and help you see things from a different perspective. And then I promise you that it's going to start over time, making this uh, uh, business ownership journey much less stressful and much more enjoyable. So thank you guys so much. I hope you enjoyed the rest of your week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the K9PT Academy podcast business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists if you enjoyed what we had to say please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at hello at canineptacademy.com. That's hello at canineptacademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to canineptacademy.com to find more resources and content, including our fee calculator spreadsheet, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions because, because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the canine rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes. Finally, I would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company I may be associated with. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business, then what's the point in doing so? So please go ahead and start having some fun.